Welcome to Wheels World, your wheel overall, powered by 3Gen Physical Therapy and Sports Performance Institute. Every week we'll be coming to you with this podcast addressing current events, sports, and mental health. We hope that you sit down with us and listen to the show and maybe you take some useful information from it. And I hope you're having a blessed one. And away we go. morning everybody how you doing on this Wednesday morning um, I hope everybody had a great weekend I hope everything actually ended up well if you are on that your week is going pretty well and that your hump day has started off pretty good also I came to you all today because I want to discuss something this is for my football players or anybody who's tuning in I, I'm speaking to them again I kind of started this series of my football players my basketball players and this is just a continuation of that and the things I want to talk about is the hope that some of these young men listen to what I'm saying and get this game I'm about to get. And we're going to keep with the business of football, but we're going to tackle two things. And that's one, the transfer portal. And then two, the transition of staffs. Like when your staff that you're, you know, with, those guys are going to retire or leave or take a new job or you lose your position coach. Just kind of how to, how to handle that and the things that come with it, right? So first and foremost, let's start with the transfer portal. That's what I want to start with because it kind of leads to the next topic. So this NCAA has this rule or whatever that they created where athletes can transfer to a new school during a certain period of time, right? That allows them to be able to not have to sit out a year. So I'm reading this from an actual SI.com report. So it starts like this. The actual portal itself is it begins on the beginning day of the following championship selection and a 15 day period in the first two weeks of May at the end of the spring practice May 1st to 15 and the two windows last a total of 60 days. So I bet you got a chance to transfer um, twice um, during these particular periods. And that really makes kind of sense if you think about it. In a spring practice, kind of where you stand at, right? Got a chance to transfer to get into an actual summer setup, get ready for the fall. Or being able to uh, transfer during the fall, you know, after the season's over with 15 day period to be able to get ready for the spring of the upcoming place that you're going to go. And people want to ask me, like, how does that work? This is what they're not telling me. Most of the time you get ready to transfer, don't be transferring off of emotion. Have a plan, have places you can go, but most coaches say, well, we can't talk to you officially until you get released. Um, I'm going to say that those conversations happen a little bit more before you get released. And if you don't think it happens, that's fine. Listen to the rule, whatever, but just letting you know. If places really want you, they have a way to let you know they really want you there. So a lot of guys go to transfer report and immediately have an actual landing spot the next day. Some guys are good enough to know when they leave the school, but you leave in Alabama, your corner, you're probably going to be able to secure some transfer places, even if you don't talk to anybody before you transfer. It really depends on where you're going. If you're a JUCO kid, junior college kid, and you're transferring, that's a little bit of a stickier situation because you're at a lower level to begin with. And the reason you're transferring, you know, it has to be, they have to figure out what it's tied to. Because in junior college, they feel like guys are either having to develop or having to go back down that way in order to get back up. So there's a lot of stuff that can be happening there. So coaches are really tentative about taking athletes from that level. The other part of that is with the transfer portal, 
you got to be careful of the decisions you make because you get to a place where eventually you're the transfer kid. You transfer every time something gets hard or you don't have an actual opportunity or position and you really don't realize this, that as you transfer, you don't transfer laterally, meaning that you don't transfer to a program similar to the transfer program you're leaving. You normally start to transfer downward. Very rarely you transfer the opposite way unless you're at a lower school and you have a very great season you're a really great player you're probably one of the best players in the conference you're in and as a result you're transferring up those are pretty much rare cases it doesn't happen all the time so i give about a 10 to 15 percent time happening most time guys will leave places with a depth chart is crowding that transferring down when i say down doesn't mean the school is lesser it just mean that the program is not a product championship program so in essence it's not going from let me see michigan to Wake Forest. See the difference? Doesn't mean that the program doesn't have the opportunity to be able to win things and be productive in their season and possibly get to a place of being a champion. But they're just different programs when we're talking about status versus another, right? So when you're transferring, man, be sure to ask your players who you're playing with, um, who are sophomores or especially junior college who are about to graduate, or even in you know at the D1 level, four-year level of the process they took or you have a buddy who transferred kind of hit them up and say hey man how, how did you work through it because nobody works through it the same way it's all a little bit different variation and don't be transferring because you think you'll get some more bread somewhere man you'll get a little bread get there and realize that you was just a transfer trans transfer piece they use for recruiting um, article to make their school look better so uh, make sure that wherever you transfer into you have opportunity to play one is a better fit for you two and then three that you're going to be able to you know do what you're trying to do when you're there and that that setup is legit because you're transferring a situation where those coaches will be transitioning out too so that, that goes to the actual deal of transfer portal i think kids having a transfer portal is awesome though that's my stance i don't like coaches having all the power i want the power to be in this position where power placed out where people can benefit from it right so the transfer report is all awesome but guys don't really know how to use it or when to use it so hopefully those staffs are educating them their parents are educating them the people in your circle that you have close to you who know something educating you and then i'll hope your fellow teammates you're listening to when you're asking questions so let's move on to the second part how to have how to handle a staff that's either being fired that's retiring or a staff that just transitioned to a different place. During this particular period is very hard. It's a very hard period because first of all, much you have to be honest with yourself as a player. How good are you really? Seriously, how good are you? Because if you just decent or borderline average, or my favorite term, garbage, you probably want to go try to get better. So when that staff shows up, you want to want or you like that. Can't be resting on the fact that, well, man, they took care of me last year. I'm here. I'm, I'm a sophomore, so I'm going to be here. Well, bro, you a sophomore, especially at the JUCO level. Like, you the second-year guy. If you not like that, they're going to move you on out. Put a freshman in there because they're coming in to clean up, you know, the program to make it what they want it to be and their vision. So if you not like that, don't even, don't even get in that mindset. You better go and get in your bag try to get better. Now, if you know that you're like you're a pretty good player or whatever, don't rest on your laurels, man. Keep getting better, obviously. Like, don't get don't get complacent, but at the same time, maybe you have more options when it comes to wanting to transfer out. And hopefully, you're transferring up or laterally. You know, hopefully, you're not transferring down. It's 
really important. So first part, be honest with yourself, type of player you are. Next thing, talk to your teammates. Some guys I already have a good idea of like, kind of like what to do. And not all, uh, that's one thing I hate about teammates. We think it's a competition. And then the season, man, the season over, it's no longer a competition. Help these guys out if you can, give them some information. Even if you don't help them get where they're going, at least inform them, inform them of things. This is your teammates. They can tell you a lot of stuff to save you a lot of time, a lot of problems. Save you a lot of money too. You have guys who already transferred or who actually been a part of a staff that was transitioning, hit them up. Or you got guys who have wisdom who just understand like what the business of football looks like. Talk to them. The other piece of this, after you're being honest with yourself, start to literally pay attention to like who they're possibly going to bring in and if you fit their actual deal. And if you don't fit that staff, meaning that maybe the way they play offense is going to be run heavy. Crap, I'm a receiver. There's 10 of us here. I need to start looking at another place. And then how do you go by that? Start looking at places that you know for a fact need receivers. You know, and then somebody said, well, how do that? Well, you played against a lot of teams this year, probably like 10 teams, 9, 10 teams like that. Or if you're in D1 level, you know, you, you play at the four-year level, you played against 12 teams. So look at those teams and, and kind of look around your conference a little bit, look around the footprint that you're already in. And start to kind of, you know, look at depth charts and seeing that, hey, man, these guys need receivers. I need to go kind of sort of talk to these coaches. Let me send them a message on this. And, you know, let's see what can we get to. Um, and the last part of that is making a decision that's not emotional. The staff is transferring and transitioning to wherever they want to go. Or they're being fired, you know, or they're being put in a place where, you know, you know, they're having to retire or whatever, right? In that moment, it's the most important time for you to not be emotional and be logical and be rational. Sit down, write down literally your thoughts, what you're feeling, right? And then turn around, write down what you want to do. And then talking then after that, write down this, what you need to do. So separate those needs and wants because after you do that, now you can make it. Now you can get your vision clear and be like, all right, I probably I want to stay here because this is kind of what I have going on. This is working for me. So as a result of doing that, I really need to sit down and kind of figure out what's the next move. All right, now I can make a decision that's a lot clearer. So overall, man, when it comes to the business of the transfer reporter and the transition of staffs or staffs being fired or staffs leaving. You need to make the decision that makes sense, not the one that you want to happen. And with that being said, guys, I mean, I hope you all have a blessed day, man. I hope everything stays up for you all and you keep going towards the weekend and keep it productive this week. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed one. I'll catch you in the next one.